This is uh, Chris Yuzinski. Welcome to Running Flat Radio on AM 800 CKLW. And uh, if you are downloading us on iTunes, thank you. Uh, you're part of uh, a number of people who download us and usually go for a run or a, or a walk or a workout. So welcome to Running Flat Radio. We're a show all about running and endurance sports. And the reality is our, uh, our show is just trying to educate you on what happens in running, what happens in events. So maybe you might get inspired to get into your first 5K, 10K, half marathon, and kind of also maybe give you a little glimpse into the world of, of runners and running and the whole industry behind it and uh, and how, you know, we have millions upon millions of people in North America that are active participants in events for a lot of reasons. And one of the reasons is because the event experience is something that really draws people into registering for their goal. Uh, and today's show is all about that. It's all about the Peely Island Winery Half Marathon that uh, we did a couple weeks ago on Peely Island. It, it was our third event um, on Peely Island, and it had a really unique uh, event experience. A monsoon hit us on the island, and, uh, you know, it was, you know, 50-mile-an-hour sustained winds with three and a half inches of rain during three hours, some hail, and uh, and it was only like 45 degrees on top of that. Whereas the day before, it was 85 and sunny, you know, a little bit of wind and, you know, a little bit of rain near the end of the day, but nothing major. So it was this incredible weather system that really just kind of dominated the entire race. And that's what the show is about, by the way. We have people calling in from all over uh, who are going to talk about their experiences on the island, about the island, about the race, about the after party. And, uh, you know, we, it's uh, so sit back, listen to the stories, because that's the beauty of runners. Every runner has an amazing story. And uh, that's also one of the reasons of what really motivates us to do this show and put on events at Running Flat. Running Flat has uh, a number of events coming up. Canada Day, which is one of our large ones uh, in the summer months, is coming up July 1st. It's the Wednesday, right outside of Fort Malden in Amherstburg, Ontario. It's uh, it's an incredible 5K because uh, it's one of the only events in running where you can actually vote and dictate who you actually want on the medal. And this year's medal, uh, our, our runners voted, and it is Colonel Chris Hadfield. So we got this really, really cool Canada Day shirt with O Canada written on the back that you can wear wherever you travel and feel proud about being Canadian. It's red and white, along with this fabulous medal that you'll, you'll also get once you complete the 5K. And the beauty of being at Fort Malden, and here's what's really interesting this year. This year is the actual 200th anniversary that the Americans left the fort. And uh, it's 200 years to the day, July 1st. So there's a large reenactment going on at the fort that day. And on top of that, they're bringing in some special armaments. So we probably are going to have a massive cannon blast for the start of that race. And unless you've heard a cannon blast at the start of a race, um, it's incredible to hear that. So uh, you can find out more about that uh, that race and all of our other races at runningflat.com. Rock me anaphylaxis on July 4th. That's in downtown Windsor. That's a part of the Fork and Cork. Uh, all the proceeds to that go to the Windsor Asthma Allergy Education Center. And it is Rock Me Anaphylaxis. we got the Funk Junkies playing the main stage when you come back. Doing some old school funk. And we also have the uh, we also have a couple acts on, on, the, on the course itself. And plus it's all about kind of raising awareness about anaphylaxis. Uh, the Color Run. Believe it or not, there's a group on right now that you can search. Uh, Windsor Group on Color Run for 20% off. So it's a $40 uh, registration. <coughs> So I would check that out for sure. Uh, that's a color run July 18th. That's a new, uh, uh, it's, it's our new edition of the color run. There's a couple new, new color stations. It's always a great family event. And the Walkerville Brewery Craft Draft on August 8th out of Walkerville, Ontario. Uh, check the Facebook page for that and, and all of our other races because the Facebook pages always have updates. You always have the latest in gear, latest in offerings that we're doing on that event. 
in uh, in studio today, uh, I've got a, a dear friend of mine, Amory uh, Fortner from Explore Peely is on and uh you know we go way back because you were one of the one of one of two people that invited me to the island to actually start the half marathon uh tell me what you do on the island so uh, i run explore peely it's um an ecotourism business and this we're in our eighth season so we do everything from biking tours driving tours cottage rentals taxi service environmental school field trips sort of a <laughs> little bit of everything and what brought you to the island? Because for those who are listening, Pelee Island is Canada's most southern inhabited landmass. It's in Lake Erie, right right near the border of Ohio and Ontario, the international border line there. Um, what brought you to Pelee? Originally, what brought me to Pelee Island was doing some wildlife research and wetland restoration work with an environmental nonprofit on the island back in 2003 and sort of fell in love with the island then and worked there for a couple summers, moved away for a bit and traveled and my life just sort of brought me back to Peely and I decided to start up a business and uh, eight years later, here I am. Right. And so Peely Island is always our most unique event to put on for many reasons, but the most obvious that it is on an island in the middle of Lake Erie. If you don't have it with you, you're never going to get it. It's just it's a part of the operational process of putting on such a large event. For for those listening, 350 runners is kind of the cutoff for the event, which equates to just over 700 to 800 people on the island that come along with them, which is pretty much a sellout of B&Bs, the hotels, the uh, cottages. Right. I mean, any kind of available place that you can actually park your head for the night is taken. And people from Trinidad and Tobago, England, all over the United States and Canada make up those 350 people. Like literally, if you're in the start block on this event, you will not recognize anyone else because there's just no way. I mean, it's just they're from everywhere and it is a very, very small event. So uh, you have a very unique position um, on this event because not only did you be a part of Explore Peely and, and deal with all the runners coming on the island, to the tours, the taxi services, help them with accommodations. But you ran it yeah. as well. Uh, and you all, you've run it a number of times. So give me some perspective on, on running it this year. Well, part of the reason why I wanted to start running it was I'd always sort of wanted to do a big race. And with my background with event planning and organizing everything on the island, I sort of got sick and tired of taking the back seat to everything. And I thought this would be a great event to help organize, but also... Um, to, one of my successes is to finish the race and be able to sit in the wine gardens with everyone and celebrate nice. after running and not actually have to work at that point as well, too, for me. So it, That is a good point. And, and, you know, you have to thank Walter Schmarantz and all the staff at the Peely Island Winery for all they do for this event. I mean, they are the namesake of the event as well. They're the lead sponsor. And without those facilities and their cooperation, there's just no way. Uh, this event can be pulled off. So you, you get props to them as well. So, you know, when we come back, we are actually doing open line. We will take phone calls. Uh, if you're in the Windsor-Essex area, it's 519-792-2559, which is CKLW. And then there's also, if you're calling somewhere in Ontario, 1-800-263-2559. That's 1-800-263-2559. Um, so you know what, just give us a call. I know that, uh, there's been a number of people who've, who've approached us to talk to us about, about the event to give their perspective on, on how they finished or how they struggled through it. But, uh, you are listening to Running Flat Radio on AM 800 CKLW. We'll be right back after these messages. people what makes McCafe coffee so good smooth it's delicious aromatic it's fresh it's fast they make it perfect every time I like the flavor and also like the value you definitely should go try one you need to try McDonald's coffee you have to try it the rich smooth and delicious taste of McCafe premium roast coffee I'm switching (laughs) buy any seven hot McCafe beverages and get the eighth medium free only at McDonald's give it a try and it'll be your new favorite at participating McDonald's restaurants in Canada see restaurant for details (laughs) 
I love watching fireworks. It's one of those things that you remember as a kid, and then you grow up, and it's still one of those things that just kind of brings you back to that. Steve Bell and the A-Team are having a patio party. Bring the whole family to the Bull and Barrel on Olette Monday, June 22nd for dinner before the fireworks. Just listen to music and watch the fireworks, and it's really fun. The A-Team will have free games and prizes, plus kids eat free. Come down to the Bull and Barrel patio party for your chance to win a trip for two to the Montreal International Jazz Festival. Ten days of great music from June 26th to July 5th in cool downtown Montreal. Enjoy a two-night stay at the Hotel Bonaventure Montréal, a unique downtown penthouse oasis with a rooftop outdoor pool, steps to old Montreal and shopping. Plus, sit back and relax all the way to Montreal as you rediscover how relaxing travel can be with Via Rail Canada, a more human way to travel. The only way to win is to visit the A-Team at the pre-fireworks party at the Bull and Barrel. Now the forecast from the AM800 Weather Center. Tonight a few clouds, a low of 13. Tomorrow a mix of sun and cloud, a high of 23. Wednesday night mainly cloudy, a low of 12. Thursday a mix of sun and cloud, a 60% chance of showers or thunderstorms, high of 26. Thursday night clear, a low of 11. Friday wall-to-wall sunshine and a high of 21. Once again a few clouds tonight, a low of 13. Mix of sun and cloud tomorrow, a high of 23. Facebook, Twitter, the Internet. Oh, and you can find us on your car radio, too. AM 800 CKLW, the information station. When you're able to focus your mind and your body, anything is possible. From 5K runs to half marathons to the full 26.2 miles. We talk about it all on Running Flat Radio, Tuesdays, 7 till 8 on AM 800. And welcome back to Running Fly Radio. Chris Uzinski and, uh, you know, it's and Anne-Marie Fortner from uh, Explore Peely is with me. You know, this is our kind of uh, Peely Survivor show uh, where we actually have a commemorative shirt and, and hoodie that's out there right now that people can order that, you know, it says, like, I survived the Peely Island Winery yeah. Half Marathon. Uh, for those who are just tuning in, the Peely Island Half Marathon was a couple weeks ago uh, during truly a monsoon, 50-mile-an-hour winds, three-and-a-half inches of rain, 42, 43, 45-degree weather. Intense. Uh, it was intense. You it put totally it down was, to one word. And, and I know that people were, were all lining up in that start block going, why the hell isn't the race director calling this? There was no lightning. Yeah. There was absolutely no lightning. So just go. You know, and uh, everybody who survived it said, hey, best race ever. But also the energy at the start line, too. Any And any of the previous races that I've run with you guys have been has been amazing. But specifically the energy that morning was just like, it was wild. It was it was run or die. That's what I think was happening yeah. out there. But anyway, we have a caller. Uh, uh, Sandy from Peely Island joins us. Welcome to Running Flat Radio. Hi. How are you? I'm great. So you ran this uh, for the last number of years. Yep, since the beginning. Yeah, and and this year was a lot different than most. It was. In fact, <laughs> I've run races everywhere, and uh, this was uh, this one's going down in the memory books as the best ever. So. And and why do you think that is? Because it was so memorable. We went out there. We we faced Mother Nature at her finest, and uh, we won. You know, we 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 ran through and we finished, and that was that was truly. Uh, and like it, it just the the euphoria from that and the positive energy was just phenomenal. Sandy, what is what do you think that is says about runners where we're in the start block when you literally go, oh, do I want to do this or do I just go back to the B and B, make another pot of coffee, or I go back to bed and then I'll meet everyone at noon for a couple of drinks? I mean, I mean, where there's that there's always that kind of that devil on your shoulder saying, ah, just forget this, just get back in the warm car, but but they don't. So why why do you think that is? Uh, because we want that medal at the end. <laughs> you got to earn the T-shirt and you want the medal yeah. at the end. No, I, I honestly think that it's almost um, because your average runner doesn't do any drugs because we all have to live so clean that that's the drug. Like that that feeling at the end of the race is um, it's truly addictive. Like uh, that that euphoria, the bond with people that you've never met before. You know, you, you're forever family and. It's it's a it's a definite um, it's a high that uh, I can't even explain. Yeah. Um, it's tremendous. Um, well, th- Sandy, thanks a lot for calling in, and thanks for all your help too. By the way, you know over the years, um, uh, Sandy's also with with the Coast Guard, and they do an amazing job. And, and thanks for what you guys do out there. Oh, thank you. No, thanks all the best. Yeah. Uh, Gerald joins us uh, here on AM on AM eight hundred CKLW on Running Flat Radio. Gerald, how are you? Hey, Gerald, are you there? Yes, I am. 
Well, welcome to Running Flat Radio. How are you? I'm very good, thanks. So, you know, you you started the race and had a lot of issues. Uh, um, and, uh, you know, t- tell us a bit about that. Well, I think the fact that we were running directly into that strong wind, mm. the wind and the pounding rain, the rain was blowing right in our face. We faced that for about uh, six or seven kilometers, I was, you know, before we turned. As we gradually turned uh, with the uh, route on the island, uh, we got it, uh, the wind more to the side of us. But for the first, say, eight kilometers where it was right in our face, I think it took a lot of energy out of me. Mainly because of my breath, I, I didn't seem, I didn't seem like I was able to breathe good in it. I was, I was, I was exhausted. And and how many races have you done? Oh, I've done dozens and dozens. Uh, I've run in Africa at Kilimanjaro. I ran two years ago in the Mount Everest Marathon. It rained, but it didn't rain as hard as it rained uh, a couple of weeks ago there. I'll tell you. It really was unbelievable. I, I try to explain this to people that, you know, we have videos and we have still shots, but for some reason it just doesn't capture the essence yeah. of rain. Yeah. And and the rain was big. Like, it wasn't small drops. It was big drops of rain. Plus, it was, it was pelting at like 50 miles an hour. That's right. That's right. And um, I, I've never been in a race before where the uh, uh, porta potties blew over, but there were two <laughs> different ones on that race route that actually blew over. So it tells you how that wind was. Yeah, yeah, and and hats off to the volunteers that were out there just persevering and holding the water on the table. And, so and, happy to and, see and, us and, run by. Yeah, like goodness, yes, yes, for w- sure. So, so tell me, was that your first experience on the island? First time I had been to the island, yes. So it's your first time off that south in Canada, right? uh, yeah. as as most southern point in Canada. So, yes. so what, what did you think of Peely Island? Uh. It was quite enjoyable. Uh, we spent some time. We actually stayed through, including Monday, all day. And uh, we did get to uh, travel uh, a bit around the island and out to the lighthouses at the end and, and uh, so on. It's quite, a, quite a, a nice place to visit if you've never been there before and to see uh, how life uh, carries on there with farming and and the setup to drain the water from the land and so on it's a, it's a very interesting place to visit it really is and and thank you for joining us this year hopefully we'll, we'll see you in, in following years okay thanks gerald yeah. all the best I, I intend to be back if the race <laughs> is on next year we'll see what we can do all right thanks that's great. You are listening to uh, Running Flat Radio on AM800 CKLW. We are doing a show on, on the Peely Island Winery Half Marathon that we did a couple weeks ago in, in some extremely inclement weather. And, uh, you know, we've asked people to call. And you can still call 519-792-2559 and 1-800-263-2559 as well. And, uh, you know, our next caller is Sheila from Amherstburg. Hi, Sheila. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Awesome. Tell, tell us about your experience on Peely Island. I thought everybody was crazy at the beginning, <laughs> at the start. I couldn't believe people were going to run, and I could not believe that the race wasn't being called off. <laughs> I was sitting in a car with my parents and my husband, and I kept saying, I'm not running in this. I'm not running in this. And then probably two minutes before the race started, I got out, <laughs> and I ran in that. Yeah. And I am so happy I did. Yeah. I got to the finish, and I remember coming up to you and saying, this is not what the brochure looks like <laughs> at all. Yeah, and I think my comment was, not the face, not the face, yeah. don't yeah. hit me in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and, you and, did say that. And you know what? what's really funny about that is you really got that sense that, you know, if I don't do this, I'll let them go, and I'll just go grab a coffee. I'll go to Connor Lee's bar- Bakery, right, and, and and get a really real good espresso with some great baked yes. goods and just stay warm. Yeah, I did. I thought about <laughs> oh, that. And, yeah. and the other girl that called in and said we do it for the metal, I was doing it for the wine. The whole time I was doing well, the it after, for the wine. The after-race party is quite, uh, is, is an amazing thing to be a part of as well. It was all the way through from the from the people at the start. Every single every single volunteer that handed me water, that did everything. I couldn't believe that I was running in it, but I couldn't believe that they were standing out in that weather, and with smiles and encouragement. And the Peely Islanders that have cottages were all out there 
you know, in raincoats cheering us on. And I couldn't believe it. It was wonderful. It was a really wonderful experience. I'm so happy I did it. That's wonderful. You know, and, and it's something to be said about the spirit of the runner, right? Just kind of muscling through it, getting through it. But it's, it's also that whole infrastructure that's around them. I mean, at least you're running, right? For whether it's yeah. an hour and, and three quarters or two and a half hours or three hours, whatever you're running, you're two moving. Hours, 27 minutes and there you go. 39 seconds. <clears throat> awesome. And, 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 what, and what ends up happening is at least you're running and, and you've got a core temperature that you're maintaining. And, and yeah, you know what? Your extremities might be cold because of, of the weather and the wind and the rain. But those folks are standing there. Yes. And they're at the side of the road standing there, like, you know, with a tambourine mm-hmm. or a cowbell or trying to manage their cups from not or flying away. Or shots of Jim Beam or well, a shot ski yeah. of a uh, fireball. Ma- <laughs> that is not yeah. on the course. I know nothing about that. All I know Somebody... about is water and infinite. That's all we have on the course. <laughs> Somebody said to me they, that there was nobody that would have got a personal best, but I had to argue with them because I did 10 minutes exactly better than the Amherstburg half marathon last year. Wow. And and you know what? I did. A lot of people did a PB and, and you know, a lot of folks run, walk, run, walk, run, walk, you know, Jeff Galloway, if he was here, would be really proud of that. And Mm -hmm. and in that process, a lot of folks were running the last, walking the last leg, but they admit that there was no way they could possibly walk it because they had a 50 mile an hour wind pushing them. Exactly. Yeah. It just pushed you along whether you wanted to or not. Yep. It's fantastic. So um, do you plan on doing it again? Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Absolutely. I'm volunteering for your Canada Day run just to pay it forward. And I'm going to do the Walkerville with a girlfriend because she's oh, nice. single and we need to find her a guy. Nice. <laughs> I'll probably see you at the Amherstburg Half Marathon. Do you know, too. We, 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 have, we, have a, we have a single gentleman from Nebraska who's flying in to run the Walkerville Craft Draft. Honestly. It's, it's, uh, it's unbelievable. We have Cincinnati. We have folks from Toronto and Ottawa, Quebec. Wow. All we'll of... have to get him together with my girlfriend. I, well, <laughs> you know, Sheila's on a mission. That's so. right. And, and, <laughs> and for those who aren't familiar with the race, it is a new race that we've started. It is a beer run, uh, you know, not, not hard to do. Um, and you can run or walk it. But what's really special about it is that we, we've kind of developed this whole social aspect to it by when you register, you have to. It's not optional. You have to identify your marital status. So you you so you'll get a bib that's green for single, you'll get a bib that's red for taken, and then you'll get a yellow bib that says it's complicated. <laughs> and and so and we just released really this today we're just releasing some of the artwork on our Facebook page, the Walkerville Craft Draft page of of the bibs. But yeah, it's been really overwhelming uh, some of the emails that I've gotten because I've even gotten high performance athletes and triathlon uh, uh, athletes who've come to me and said, you know what? My friends and I, we're always doing these and we're always looking at the guys, but we have no idea if they're single or not because they, yeah, don't, that's a great idea. they, don't, they don't actually run or, or, or uh, compete with their rings on. So we have no idea if they're single. So yeah. now you do. That's great. Anyway, that's, uh, it's, that's going to be a great event. Looking forward to it. And look forward to, uh, to seeing you on Canada Day. Thank you very much for the call. Okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah, all the best. You are listening to Running Flat Radio on AM 800 CKLW. We'll be right back after these messages. Stimulate your mind, enrich your career, or maybe completely change directions in life. This summer, learn something new. St. Clair College continuing education courses start again July 6th. Whether it's college prep courses or you're exploring other options, Con Ed courses offer a wide range of interesting fields waiting for you to dive into. From languages to motorcycle lessons, health sciences to business, brush up, stay sharp, or completely reinvent yourself. Check out the course guide at learnsomethingnew.ca. Learn something new this summer with St. Clair College continuing education. It's 7.30. From the AM800 News Center, your number one news source in Windsor, Essex, an information update with Paul Pedro. 31-year-old Carson Miles Dickey of Windsor has been charged with abduction of a person under 14 and invitation to sexual touching in Amherstburg. The girl is 12 years old. Police say Dickey was developing a relationship with the girl in person and through text messages since the start of the year. On several occasions, the man went to her school and she left with him without her parents knowing. 40-year-old Rodney Swan of Lakeshore has been charged with mischief and break-and-enter after a break-in at a Tecumseh restaurant. It happened in the 11,800 
100 block of Tecumseh Road East around 3 a.m. today, Swan showed signs of impairment. And the Greater Essex County District School Board will have 57 fewer employees next year. The staff cuts are due to a projected decline in enrollment. The 2015-16 operating and capital budgets were passed unanimously this afternoon. AM 800 Sports, Windsor native DJ Smith has joined the Maple Leafs as an assistant coach. The Tigers are home to Cincinnati again tonight. Right now, Tigers up 1-0 bottom of the second. The Jays are in New York again playing the Mets, and right now that game is scoreless in the second. From the AM 800 Weather Center, tonight a few clouds, a low of 13. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and cloud, a high of 23. Wednesday night, mainly cloudy, a low of 12. Right now in Windsor, Essex, 22 Celsius, that's 72 Fahrenheit. I'm Paul Pedro, AM 800 News. Thank you, Westerners. Thank you for raising Canadian beef on our bountiful land, for showing us how to enjoy it right with a barbecue sauce, and making a bite so bold it says, you just grew hair on your chest, son. McDonald's presents the Great Canadian Taste Adventure, where every week we serve a new menu item inspired by our land. Like this week's feature, Western Barbecue Burger, beef raised in Western Canada and barbecue sauce for a bold Alberta-inspired flavor. Try it June 10th to 16th only at McDonald's at participating restaurants in Canada. Looking to start running? Strap on a pair of comfortable shoes. Now put one foot in front of the other and keep going. It's that easy. This is, this is Running Flat Radio on AM 800. And welcome back to uh, Running Flat Radio. Chris Yuzinski, you are listening to uh, our Peely Island Winery Half Marathon Survivor Show, where we're actually kind of reaching out to the uh, the participants of the, of the event to kind of tell us their stories. In, in studio with me uh, is, is Anne-Marie Fortner from Explore Peely. And, you know, you've been on the island a number of years. Um, you've been there for the entire season. What, is, what does this event, this running event, mean to the island? Well, um, yeah, I've spent uh, over the last 12, 13 years over there, se- seasonally and some winters, so I've lived there straight through some years. And having the island fill up with healthy people, energetic, ready to run the race, and all the accommodations, it's it's just a really great vibe. And just, just to see the island come alive. Also, you know, as an islander or living on Peely and running around the island, you know, you're right. sort of joking about, you know, of the internal dialogue that goes on wanting to stop at different parts. You know, it's, it's really hard when you know every just about every single house and <laughs> you can make exit routes the whole way along if you'd like to. But um, it's really amazing to see everyone in the community come together and at the different water stations and, you know, leading up to it a couple of days before and then see people staying there afterwards. And just it's interesting, too, because a lot of people come over and just bike around and you know no one's with owning the taxi service there's not a lot of people that call for taxis even if it is raining somehow everyone just sort of are very it's a very self-sustaining group as well you know once people and especially just the typical runner too everyone really organizes everything well in advance with your help as well um you know so it's it's always just a really i think it's a really well-run event and the island really appreciates you guys bringing all the runners to peely and and i know the winery really loves it too and it's just being even being at the winery at the end of the at the end of the race, it's just the energy at the winery afterwards too. Is it's I've I've been on the island for years and never seen energy like that at, <laughs> at the winery. You know, I, I gotta tell you, I, I I love the Islanders. I mean, they're they're some are very quirky and and just lovable. And you know, it's never ever a dull moment when, when I'm on the island. And I come to the island early before the crew before yeah. everyone sets in. I'm there Thursday. Uh, with all the gear and I'm opening up all the cottages and you know talking to everybody because everybody knows that I've uh, I've come on the island because of the gear that we have and the trucks we have and it's just it's it's amazing um, the outpouring of, of you know affection for the event and an appreciation for it and and I thank them for it the the unique thing about the island is about a hundred people live there in the winter like like in the like all year long Year long, according to Canada Post, it's um, around 300 people year-round residents. But in the winter time, there's around 100 people there, and there's one public school with 13 students at it. This year, no high school, and yeah, so it's uh, quiets down a lot in the winter time. Yeah, it does. the only way to get there is to fly back and forth as well. So once the lake freezes, uh, you can only get there from the Windsor Airport or from the um, Ohio airports. Yeah, and, and so if you've never been to Peely Island, I, I do recommend you. Yeah, you get on the Gmon and, and, and go for a ride and, and check it out and, and also go on explorepeely.com 
uh, for more information about that as well. Uh, our, we have a caller. Uh, Robert uh, joins us on, on Running Flat Radio. Hi, Robert. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How about yourself? Good, thanks. Robert, you and I had a chance meeting on Saturday when you first came to the island. We did indeed, yes. <laughs> uh, it was quite the interesting experience. Uh, I managed to find something on the island, I still don't know what, um, that I reacted to quite badly. And uh, thanks to you and thanks to the volunteer paramedics, um, I was able to sort of get past that and run the next day. Yeah, and, and we're really glad you did. Um, you know, the, the race being a small race um, has over 10% medical professionals in it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of these really weird facts in, in all the data that we collect that, you know, we had... Uh, I think it's something like 15 doctors and 10 nurses, and, and it's, it's really amazing on, on how, uh, how much medical attention we actually have. On top of Raceline Doctor, on top of everyone being trained in CPR and first aid and having the paramedics, the Essex County EMS on the island and everything else, it's, it's probably the most well-protected race in, in the world, frankly, uh, the way it's set up. It really was amazing. I mean, uh, all of the volunteers, I heard what you said earlier, and I was thinking exactly the same. I mean, it was tough for us running out there, but for those poor people stood out there, and for them to do it with such gusto and enthusiasm was just amazing. It kept us all going, I think. Have you seen another race like this in, in, your, in your running career? Um, not another race like this, no. Uh, there was one thing that I did very similar. I've uh, done the Friends for Life bike rally, which is six days of cycling from Toronto to Montreal. And weather conditions last year were actually kind of similar, but um, not enough to put me off doing it again and not enough in this occasion to put me off doing Peely again. And, and, and that's an organized bike race in stages? Yes, six days. Okay, so, so stage to stage uh, with, with, a, with a specific time limit, is that how it works? Um, it's basically you take as long as you want to do, like, the day. Um, they have sweeps, of course, to make sure everyone comes in. And it's um, it's like a great community to get along. It's, it reminds me very much of the running spirit. Everyone sort of gets everyone else across that line. And that was the other thing that I found really interesting because uh, I didn't make it back onto the course after the start. Uh, we, we had, I sent Justin out, uh, who, who kind of manages a sag wagon, who's in the Jeep that you probably saw on the course quite yeah. a bit. And, and I asked Justin to go close down the course and then make sure everything's fine for the runners to come through while we were managing what was happening at the finish line. And w- what I found fascinating by all the video that I saw was the packs of runners that were running. For such a solitary sport for being a race, <laughs> they ran in packs. And, and I, I thought that was, that was absolutely fascinating because then again, you know, most of them came in large groups as well, right? Like, like there was an Ottawa runners group of like 13 or 20 women. And, and you know, so, so they were all kind of helping each other through that. Oh, absolutely. Um, many times out in that course, I would pick one runner. I would just pick one shirt, like a red shirt, <laughs> and I would follow that. And as long as I saw that red shirt, I was fine. I could do it. I mean, thinking back, it was a little like the first five minutes of saving Private Brian out there with the wind <laughs> and the rain. But, um, yeah, it certainly kept you going to see other people going through it with you. What? Uh, where, where did you get some of the inspiration from to finish this race? Um, honestly, the wine. <laughs> from, from around nine kilometers onwards, that was the only thing keeping me going. That and the thought of being warm and dry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was just it was just such an amazing experience to cross that finish line and just to think to yourself, if I can do this in these conditions, then I can do any race. This is amazing. Isn't that the truth? It, it is. And, and the island itself, it was so wonderful just to see everyone out and everyone on the island just so friendly. It's an amazing experience. Well, it's fantastic. You know, I really appreciate you calling in and thanks for your time and, and your support. And, and hopefully we'll see you uh, next year. I'll, I'll be back definitely. Although next year in the BNB, I'm certainly not camping again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I hear you in that one. Thanks, Robert. All the best. Thank you very much. You, you, are, you are listening to... Uh, Running Flat Radio on AM 800 CKLW. It is that time of the week where we actually do the uh, the, the song of the week, and uh, and the song of the week this because every every week we try to pick a really hip new band uh, with a great new song that you can actually put onto your your iPod uh, when you're going out for a run or or on the treadmill. And and this year it is uh, the Circa Waves from Liverpool with T-shirt weather on Running Flat Radio.
Windsor Essex Regional Chamber of Commerce invites you to attend their 2015 Lifetime Achievement Award Gala this Friday at the St. Clair Center for the Arts. This year's event will recognize WFCU President and CEO Martin J. Comza for his longtime business and community contributions. The gala will also raise awareness and contribute to the Windsor Essex Regional Chamber of Commerce and the Dr. Richard Boyd Regional Comprehensive Men's Health Program. Register online at windsorchamber.org, sponsored by CTV Windsor and AM800. What a blowout it's been tonight, folks. Hart is just owning brain. Now with a clothesline and a pile driver. Wow! Followed by a knee drop and a scissor kick. Oh no! Brain goes down! Now the Hyundai your heart wants has a clear up price your brain will love too. Own the 2015 Elantra L for just $12,995. What's this? Hart's helping brain up. He's hugging him. They're doing a happy dance. That's a win-win, folks! The Hyundai factory authorized clear out is on now. Get up to 12 weekly payments on us. Details at HyundaiCanada.com. Dealer may sell for less. Now the forecast from the AM800 Weather Center. A few clouds tonight, a low of 13. A mix of sun and cloud tomorrow, a high of 23. Mainly cloudy Wednesday night, a low of 12. A mix of sun and cloud Thursday with a 60% chance of showers or thunderstorms, a high of 26. Clear and cool Thursday night, a low of 11. Lots of sunshine on the way for Friday, a high of 21. Once again tonight, a few clouds, a low of 13. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and cloud, a high of 23. Everyone likes choices. Nope. Not me. Everyone but this guy likes choices. I prefer not to choose. Well, that's too bad, because with Subway Restaurant's 650 meal deals, you can choose from six different six-inch subs or wraps, like the Subway Club, Italian BMT, and more, plus chips and a 21-ounce fountain drink for just 650 Or I can choose the same meal every day. I'm not sure that's really making a choice. Exactly. Subway. Eat fresh. Limited time only. Additional charge for extras. Prices and participation may vary, plus tax where applicable. Running Flat Radio on AM 800. Get more info on local races and registration at runningflat.com. And welcome back to Running Flat Radio. Chris Yuzinski here. You know, it's uh, it's our Peely Island Winery Half Marathon Survivor Stories. And uh, and joining us right now is, is a survivor who posted a video, actually, on our Facebook page. And it was just... You know, her going through the the entire half marathon, kind of kind of posting, uh, you know, almost like you know a uh, a diary of what happened during that race, and it really is incredible. If you get a chance, go to our Facebook page, go to the Peely Island Winery Half Marathon page, and then just look at our different posts, and you'll come across it. And it really is um, quite amazing. So, uh, Laura, thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Chris? Good, thanks. And you are from Ottawa. I am. And, I am. And you came down as a part of a bigger group uh, for for this event. That's right. There was 14 ladies who all traveled from the Ottawa area. A few of them had been in the race in the previous years, but this year was definitely our biggest group. That's fantastic. Now, this was your first half? It was my first half. <laughs> And what do you think of the half marathon distance now? <laughs> now I feel like, you know, sunshine, 21 kilometers and sunshine is nothing compared to what we did a couple of weeks ago. I hear you. I really do. And I feel for you. Uh, because, you know, when we put everyone in that starting block, I mean, we'd sent everybody out. And, and if, if you know the course, just think of it as a, as a, as a big rectangle. Right. That we're starting on the left-hand side of the rectangle in the middle. And, and the wind is coming directly from the east at 50 miles an hour. So when you guys left the start block, about 15 minutes later, most of you were making the turnaround, the, the, the globally famous shoe tree, right? right. The, the shoe tree that everyone's heard the lore about, uh, which I heard kind of lost a branch during this race. And, um, and when, you're, when you're making that turn going facing right into the wind, I had sent uh, after about 15, 20 minutes, a number of vans onto the course to start picking up runners, thinking that, you know what, the wind's in their face, you know, they're, they're going to say, you know what, I want out. It's just not my day, I want out. And nobody left the course. No. <laughs> not a single one of them. And we had two vans, we had the sag wagon, Jeep out there, we had everybody out there going, are you guys okay, are you sure you want, you know, you sure you want to complete this, you know, if you want out, you know, we'll, we'll take you back to the, to the winery. And not a single person took us up on that offer. No. I, I think for me, it was the fact of being my first. I put so much training into it. And, the you know, what it took to travel to the island. Mm. You weren't going to just go there and then not do the run. 
So I know everybody from our group, the 14 ladies, we looked outside and we were kind of just in denial all morning leading up to the start time. But no one talked about staying back. We it was we were going to do this until they pulled us off. But uh, no, glad we did. And you know, you talk about denial. I'm the race director. I'm the guy who organized <laughs> this, and I'm I'm going back and forth with, with an old friend of mine, Paul Gross, who's the former president of the Meteorological Association of America and the and the producer of NBC's uh, weather forecast in the Midwest. And I'm going, Paul, what is going on? Like, is there a break here that I can can I delay to? Is there is there something I can do here? And he's like, No, like like, dude, it's just it's just going to sit there and it's just going to fester right. all day. So. <laughs> But at least there was no storm, right? There, there was no lightning. No, that's right. And, I mean, it was so hard to tell. And you just assumed that if there was, that you would be, you know, notified as quickly as you could. But uh, I, I think it was about the 6K mark when I realized, we're really going to do this. <laughs> we're really out here for the whole time. <laughs> so what inspired the video? Um, I think it was that my husband's run quite a few halves and and a few marathons, and I felt like I needed to justify just how bad the weather really was. And a little selfie or, or tales of woe after the race wasn't going to cut it. I felt like you needed to hear the wind and see our race bibs flapping and, and – and the whole experience via video. So uh, funny enough, the lady I was running with, one of my girlfriends here from Ottawa, um, was telling me the whole time, put your phone away, put your phone away, let's just keep going. <laughs> so she's glad now that I that I took it out. But uh, no, it was, it was solely to justify to my husband that it was more intense than just a little bit of rain. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and there's, it was quite problematic on the operational side, as you can well imagine, because as, as, as you're finishing, you're finishing in this massive puddle where now, because three and a half inches of rain have fallen since you started the race, and and the, and the mats are totally submerged in water, and there's a large puddle in front of them as well. Right. And and then bibs, along with those chips, because we use the world's thinnest chips on our bibs, they're not designed for a 50-mile-an-hour type wind tunnel effect, right? I mean, the, the thing's flapping back and forth. You're, 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 so we, for us, we, we have to you know, constantly rationalize why the chips didn't work, why the timing didn't show up, and, you know, go back into, into video and, photo- and, and photographs and, and get those, those runners their times. My, my, my favorite one was, well, I'm the one wearing the garbage bag. <laughs> well, half of you were wearing garbage bags, so your, your bib wasn't visible when it crossed right. the finish line. Uh, but, yeah, it's, uh, it, 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 there's a unique bonding experience that occurs uh, with events like this. I mean, you came with a large group bonding already right Right. that this was going to be a large kind of uh girls weekend away um really in a very remote area of canada to 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 actually you know enjoy this race and then this happened so how did that affect everyone's relationship well it it was incredible actually one of my girlfriends when she passed the finish line she was just frozen solid she actually got three of the 14 ladies actually got personal bests maybe because they were trying to run to beat the girls. <laughs> but um, one of them, when she crossed the finish line, she looked so cool that one of the ladies who just happened to be there that we didn't know offered her her wool socks. So she wore the wool socks for a couple hours during the 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 wine and festivities afterwards. So, there, you know, the ladies kind of mingled with everybody and they got up on the dance floor and, and really got to know all the other competitors as well. It's kind of magical, and, and you yeah. know, and even when I talk to uh, the running flat guys and, and the volunteers and everyone else, and we're going like, "Wow, it hasn't rained or been inclement in eight years of our events," <laughs> no. and, it's, and it's like everything was just kind of saving itself up for this one magical day for us on this island where we really didn't have, you know, infinite amount of resources at our fingertips, and uh, really, it was for us, it was an incredible event because. Uh, half of our stuff couldn't get out because most of our gear that went out was destroyed anyway, right? Oh, no. <laughs> you know, like, like flags and stuff. Just, they, just, just not the, they're not made to, to deal with those types of elements. But, uh, you know, it was just... Uh, you get speechless at the end of an event like this because you, oh, you, you, look at, you look at the amount of water and some of the damage. How about the two trees that fell on the course during the run that were removed by, by the, uh, the islanders? And yeah. and then you hear you know the stories of how 
you know, the Islanders were still there for three hours, standing in in in, in, in the water, uh, cheering you guys on. It's, it, I can attest to that because I think me and my girlfriend were were kind of taking up the back of the race, and right. and there were still many many. Um, there was kids cheering us on at one point, standing out in the rain, um, making sure we saw their sign and and howling for us. So you know, it was appreciated for sure. Would you do the event again? I would. I would, for sure. Yeah. And I, I was roped into this half marathon. I've been <laughs> holding strong for, gosh, it's been four years now that they've been working on me to get into a half. But after doing this, I've, I've sort of decided, you know, I could probably do another one. <laughs> yeah, you could. You, you definitely could. be easier, right? <laughs> yeah. Tell me about your running group in Ottawa. Well, we had this amazing um, little group. We're in a, a suburb called Barhaven. And... About three years ago, I decided I was going to run a 10K, and I started a little Facebook group just with my ladies who we all kind of worked out together. We all had sort of common interests, and since then, it has grown far greater than me, and um, so there's typically runs two or three times a week. Anytime people are training for races, they set up um, training plans, and everybody follows them and meets up, so it's really become this little community and different people show up different times depending on what their schedules are. But, you know, you know someone's going to be running hills on Wednesday nights or there's always going to be someone doing a long, slow-distance run on a Sunday morning. So there's always someone there to run with, which is fun. And and so it's a very, very social uh, type of organization, just like, like most of the running groups that we're familiar with down here, uh, where yeah. you usually meet at a at a restaurant of some sort. Is that where you, you guys usually yeah, meet at? Yeah, outside the Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, and just go from there. You know, it really is fairly informal. People just kind of post on this little Facebook group. We don't have a website or anything like that. But um, the Barhaven Running Club is what we're calling it, and and there's probably maybe about 100 people who've who've joined the little Facebook group now. But it's a busy little group. That's awesome. And what got you running? One of my best friends is a uh, is a marathoner and constantly training for one race or another. So I I keep saying I've been peer pressured into it just to stay up on all the social things. Right. So my next run I have lined up is called the Beer Run here in Ottawa, and it's um, it's a nine and a half kilometer run from brewery to brewery. So there's a bit of a common theme in the races I do. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you know, we we produce an event called Le Chocolat uh, here in in the spring. It's a it was a half marathon, a 10k, and a 5k, and we we had people from all over North America coming to this event. And it was three liters of Pili Island wine in the Pili purse, chocolate, and fireman. I mean. Pretty shameless, but uh, but you know, and you wonder why ninety eight percent are women. I'm not sure why that has, but yeah, but yeah, it's a it's a fabulous event, and you know what? It's it's this great social bonding that occurs at these events that it always surprises me. And you know, uh, I'd love exploring on this radio show the social aspects of running because it is such a solitary thing. Of course, yeah. Yeah, and I think I think when you get the races that have a little bit more than just a race is when um, people get together and plan to go as a team or go as a group and you train together, and it does become um, more of a social life. Um, the ladies and I are talking about doing something a little different next year, and we're not too sure what, but at the same time, what we don't want to lose is the weeks that we spent training together. We've talked about doing a yoga retreat or something like that, but we feel like if it's just a one weekend a year, then you're not getting that same bonding that we got with doing the, run, the weekly runs and that. Right, right, for sure. Well, thank you very much, and um, I, I know that I've I've also reposted on our Facebook page your blog. Oh, thank you. Uh, kind, of, kind of recapping the the event and and your other blog posts, uh, so you can go to uh, Pele Island Winery Half Marathon uh, for that and more. Thanks, Laura, for joining us. No problem. Thanks a lot, Chris. Yeah, wishing you all the best. Thanks, you too. You are listening to uh, to Running Flat Radio on M800 CKLW. Uh, you know, for, for all of our races, everything is on runningflat.com. Uh, just to kind of recap some of the stuff that uh, we do have coming up. Canada Day, uh, it's two weeks uh, tomorrow, believe it or not, just right around the corner. This year on the medal, our great Canadian is Colonel Chris Hadfield. Uh, super cool lanyard, by the way, uh, with uh, an astronaut playing guitar in space. Uh, and, and the medal itself is super elegant, and, and the kids' race is sold out. Uh, so sorry about that. If you're trying to get into that, it is completely sold out, and there's only 100 spots left 
in the the Canada race. It is in Amherstburg. It's at 9 a.m. and we're looking for a cannon start. And make sure you're wearing your red and white because it is the most patriotic event in the country. Uh, so you're gonna love it. It's it's one of the great historic parts of the country, and it's a it's a great event to kind of start your Canada Day off. And that's uh, July 1st, July 4th in Windsor at the waterfront. During the Fork and Cork is the uh, Rock Me Anaphylaxis, and that's for the Windsor Asthma Allergy Education Center, the great work those folks do. And it's again, it's all about anaphylaxis and music. Uh, the Funk Junkies playing uh, that classic funk on the main stage as you're coming across the finish line. And, and a whole bunch of uh, really good uh, allergy-free foods uh, at the finish line, too, for you to, to feast on. Walkerville Brewery Craft Draft, all the information is up online on the registration page for that as well. Uh, and uh, that's adults only, by the way, 19 and over, and you have to declare your bib. And don't forget about Run for Heroes, uh, half marathon in Amherstburg. Uh, it's a great half. Uh, there's a 10K, there's a 5K that we recently added, and there's a kids marathon as well. Uh, you have been listening to to Running Flat Radio. If you have any more uh, questions, email us, Twitter us, catch us on Facebook, catch us next week, and don't forget to download us on iTunes. But most of all, keep running. And that's all I have to say about that. And that's the end of it. End of episode. Running Flat Radio with Chris Yuzinski. Tuesday night, 7 till 8 on AM 800. Running Flat Radio is a paid program.